podcast called uh, Dub Jellyson Podcast. First ever type 1 diabetic in UFC history. Uh, doing fine, Dub. Nice to be with you. Get out! <laughs> He's like, yeah. My tunnel vision and my periphery, I'm like all field. Hey, you know how it is, Dub. Hey, when you're, hey, when you're team. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's crazy. What's up, everyone? We're back with another episode of Dub Jellyson Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. This is Taylor Starling. Taylor, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know just before we got on here, we were talking about you obviously tested positive for COVID. Um, so kind of talk about um, just like your whole experience with it. I know you've kind of gotten better over the last few days. but Yeah, um, well, I was in Florida around a lot of people at my fight. So I'm not surprised that I got it. Um, there were just so many people everywhere, so many people coming up to me, hugging me and stuff. Um, but when I got home, I did had no idea I had it. I was like basically doing my, my celebratory lap, trying to see my family and stuff. And then basically as soon as I got home the next day, I felt awful. So it's been a week of just like pure hell. But thankfully, I'm starting to feel a lot better. And it makes me appreciative because I know that there are people like fighting this um, in the hospital, like worse that people that don't have aren't that I just I'm lucky that my immune system is the way that it is. I feel so people battling COVID because it's no joke. I mean, there's so many unknowns with it. Do you have any idea of why it's hit you so hard? Um, I have no idea. I think too, I think one thing that could play a huge factor in it is after you fight, you have kind of like a huge adrenaline dump. Um, so your body's like building up, preparing for war, all this stuff. And afterwards your body, even when you're, when you don't have COVID, you feel like this, you feel awful after you fight, your body's kind of adjusting to like what just happened, all the months of training and stuff like that. So I feel like that on top of getting the virus just was not good for me and my body. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most definitely. I mean, it's weird because like I mentioned before we hopped on here, like when I got it, I'm not in very good shape, admittedly. And like, I didn't have any symptoms. I was completely fine for that 10 or 14 days, however long it was. But I mean, you, you just fought, you're in phenomenal shape and it's hit you that hard. It's kind of, it's just weird to me. Yeah. And there's a lot of people around me who have got like, who've gotten it like really close to me that have gotten it the same time I have, but have had completely like somewhat of the same symptoms, but like different stuff. Like some people haven't lost their taste or some people haven't felt anything. It's, it's wild. Mm. So, I mean, like on a timeline basis, I guess, um, how have you progressed throughout the last handful of days? I've just like, it's like slowly, but surely getting better. Like the first day I was like convulsing. I couldn't really walk. I was in so much pain. My back, like I had like this insane amount of back pain. And then as the days have gone, like the pain's kind of gone down a little bit and then I can do more. I feel more energy, not as tired. Um, It's just crazy. It's it. I couldn't imagine just living like that for longer than I did. I've been (laughs) in a lot of pain. And I know I saw you put something on your story. I think it was like three or four days ago of uh, the fighter that came into the Grand Uncle FC and he had it and he was trying to like get away with like getting a non-positive. So what was that whole deal about? Um, Well, this is the thing. It's hard for me because I'm really upset that he I believe from what I read on his post. This is just like allegedly from the post and what I've seen and what I've gathered is that he came from overseas and he was stuck in Mexico 
in, in order to get out of Mexico, he had to test um, negative for COVID, but I think he actually had COVID and paid um, the doctors off there to just like let him go so that he could get to the fight fight and then go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did say that him and his whole team were really, really sick. So it sucks to like, if you know something like that, like, I mean, even he could have came and just stayed away and not fought. Um, but also at the same time, we were in Florida in a venue with thousands of people. I went up to so many people, hugged so many people, saw so many people. So you never know like really where you get it from. So I don't want to sit and be like, yes, he gave it to me. But I do think that he shouldn't have fought and came and been around all the people with it. Because mm-hmm. now there's a lot of people sick that were at the event. Yeah, I mean, it's not obviously it's not for sure, but like if I was if I was gonna bet, it was probably that jackass. Um, yeah, I mean, has he faced any sort of punishment through um, bare knuckle or anything like that that you know of? Um, I don't think he has, and I can see, like I said, I see both sides of it. Like I believe that he should be in trouble for it, but also there's no way to just like sit and determine like hey did he have it did he not have it did he spread it did like it there's just no 100% way to say like this is what happened and this is why everybody has COVID so it's hard and then I know like of course the organization doesn't want to face backlash because everything's just now opening back up we're just now getting to have like fans at the fights and people there and not wear masks and stuff like that so of course they don't want to you know they don't want to they don't want to get that kind of heat. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, what were the other COVID-19 protocols like um, leading up to your fight? Um, well, this time there wasn't really much, but <laughs> I, I'm going to assume that's because, like, like I said, everything's kind of just opened back up. Everybody's kind of going with whatever, like, oh, I'm vaccinated. If you just say that, people believe you. you like, it's, it's been a lot more free. And in Florida, Florida is a lot more freed up, too. Um, so, you know, there wasn't really a lot of protocol, but last time when I did fight for them, we had to get tested. We had to have a test. We had to make sure that we were negative. And I'm sure that the next fights and stuff like that, I'm sure they're going to be on top of that. I think this was the first time they kind of freed up the reins on it a little mm-hmm. bit and look what happened. Right. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so, I mean, going back to you, I want to get off this COVID topic, but I mean, obviously you had an amazing performance, 28 second TKO. Um, how do you think things came together so perfectly for you to have that? I mean, such a phenomenal performance. Yeah, well, I, I train so hard. I train. It's it's unreal how hard I train. Um, and I, I make sure to study my opponent. I make sure to cross all the T's, dot all the I's and do everything in between. And I was actually really nervous for this fight because I knew I had to top the expectation of my last fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched Cassie Rob. I studied Cassie Rob. I know her personally, and I just knew that I was training hard and that I was ready. And I just remember before the fight, I sat and I came up with a game plan like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to watch her. And this is how it's going to happen. I just, I just trained too hard and put in everything into my camp for it to not go perfectly. Now, I didn't expect that. Like, I, I knew what I wanted to do if, if the, if it brought itself to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really didn't think that I was going to do that. Like, I just thought I was either going to put on a war or I would finish her, but I thought for sure it was going to take a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, how does this win compare to your first win in bare knuckle? 
it wasn't, I, I don't want to say it wasn't as sweet because of course every win is sweet, but you know, that last fight was a war, like to where I had to really dig deep. I really felt the pain. Like I had overcome a lot and I still overcome stuff And this fight is no different, but just, I guess the war that was put in, like after this fight, it kind of was a little bittersweet because I wasn't injured. And I was like, well, did I work hard enough? Did I, did I go in there and put enough work in for this? Like, did I, like, I didn't get hit. Like, I don't feel any pain. So it feels like I just didn't do enough. And I'm just hard on myself. I'm super hard on myself, but they definitely both were sweet. But the first one, it was crazy. It was just a different experience. I mean, I've had a, a lot of fighters on the podcast and you guys are just wired differently. I thought you'd be super ecstatic about not taking any damage compared to your last fight. That was like you mentioned, a straight up war. That's insane. Yeah, I'm really hard on myself. So it's like even even my war, like after my war before this fight, like the in-between, mm-hmm. people were asking me, like, how do you feel about that? I'm like, I didn't do enough. I didn't do enough in that fight. I shouldn't have been damaged like that. I could have done this. I always sit and pick at myself like I could do this or do that. And you know, this fight, I guess I wasn't even like my hands were sore, but I wanted to feel like ah, like I had just put everything out there and I really and I did put everything out there it just didn't feel the same when I didn't physically like feel it I guess what has it been like I mean I know on social media especially to get all the love and support that you've gotten since I mean since that first fight and then this fight too it's just kind of magnified that it means a lot to me because I I truly genuinely I don't change for anything I stay the same I'm the same person the same person a year ago is the same person now um, I'm so thankful. The love and support means a lot to me because I genuinely love everyone around me, even the people I don't know. Um, and it's crazy to work for something that you believe in and you see for yourself, but not quite everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And so as a fighter, I know other fighters feel that way. Like you are constantly working hard for those moments to where it pays off and you don't know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen because you know what's inside of you. And it's been years of me doing that, feeling that way and trying to get there. And so for it to pay off, like it's so awesome and it means a lot to me. And it's crazy. I don't, I only every so often get anything negative. That's just inevitable on the internet with lots Mm -hmm. of people, but it's always so positive and so many cool, awesome people just giving me love, like people that don't even know me. So it means the world to me. I mean, it's hard to not root for you after two performances (laughs) that you put on thus far. I mean, when your hand was getting raised, I think it was more for the first fight, but for the second fight, like when the ref stopped the fight, like what was going through your mind? I know you're a very, very, I mean, I don't want to say emotional person, but like you exude a lot of energy in the, in the, um, in the ring. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the ref, I knew it was going to get stopped because when you're in there and I was punching, like there was a, there's a time when the ref tells the other person like, Hey, you need to defend yourself or I'm going to call it a fight. And that's exactly what happened. He was, um, telling her, Hey, like defend yourself, do something, show me something. And she, for like a really minute, I don't want to say minute cause it wasn't a minute, but, <laughs> but he gave her a good few seconds to do something and she didn't, she just like was crumbling more and more. So and that's when you really see me pick up my speed and my power because I, that to me in my head is this fight's almost over 
and I have to keep going and not even give her a second to get back up. So I could feel it. I knew it was coming and I just had to swing. I wasn't tired. I felt great. I could have swung like that for two more minutes. <laughs> I just, I knew it was coming and it paid off. And then actually I like right before I got my hand raised, I was like running around the ring and my dad had surprised me. He didn't tell me he was coming because my dad hates to watch me fight bare knuckle. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was there in the crowd and I had no idea. So like, as I'm making my lap, I just like saw my dad and like, that was super emotional for me because he told me like, he swore up and down, like, I'm never coming to one. I won't be there. <laughs> and he was there. So that like hit me really hard and just thinking about my kids and it was a good feeling, like very happy tears and awesome moment. Yeah. That's super special. I didn't, I didn't know that your dad was in the, in the crowd, but I'm- yeah. One thing that really drew me to you that um, made me become a fan of you is, like I mentioned, the inner energy that you give off, both when you're fighting and, I mean, walking out to the ring. And, like, where does that come from? Oh, man. When I walk out to the ring and I dance, it's so funny because that's the one thing I catch probably the most heat about is, like, a lot of people talk (laughs) crap about my dancing. I can't dance. I know that. But I feel it. And, like, I love it. And it's just, like, for me to get rid of my nerves – that gets rid of my nerves so it's more so I'm not actually out there like trying to like put on some performance for everybody and like try to dance I come out like that because it makes me calm down Mm -hmm. obviously you could tell like I'm dancing I dance like an idiot it's like it makes me feel good and it just like to get people like to feel people hype and that's what I look like when I'm hyped so yeah that's where it comes from I just love I love the way that it feels when somebody makes me smile or somebody is nice to me and I'm a firm believer in like treat people how you want to be treated. So I always just try to give my best that way people pick up on that energy. Mm. I feel like it's such a a big thing. Is it hard to find that balance of not getting too pumped up to where you're kind of like overdoing it and then it hinders your performance? Um, yes, (laughs) that's, it's sometimes it's hard. I, it's funny because if you saw me in the back, like right before I fight, you wouldn't even think I was the same person. I'm literally like so just like in the zone, calm. I'm nervous. I'm like quiet. I don't really talk as much. I just get in my own space. And then once it's showtime, that's when it's time to like get excited. Like it's fun. It's a fun experience. And I, but I do carry myself the whole entire way around full of energy and whatever I'm doing because everything's an experience and I want to take it all in and just enjoy it because like not many people get to do that so yeah I do have to I have to do that to keep my nerves down but I definitely get pumped up and I've learned I've learned the happy medium do you even think about like (laughs) like what dance moves you're even gonna do when when you're walking out or do you practice or is it just spur of the moment you do it it's for the moment and it's funny because like my last fight I almost wanted to like hire a choreographer I was like I should like I should pay somebody to like teach me a dance and like me come out and like do it and then I was like nah like I really like going out there and just like whatever happens like happens and I I don't know I'm one of those people that I rely on my like arm movement I don't know I always move my arms around and like throw my hand like that's just me and I don't I don't want to change it because it's just me and then that's really my reaction like I come out and I just do whatever I feel like doing like dropping it low and stuff like that I don't even know why that's like what I might go to (laughs) (laughs) 
but it is. I mean, it really complements your fighting style, though, in my opinion. Like, just face forward, you're going to give everything that you have and you're going to flow. Yes. Yes. As well, but it's funny. I just literally, if I'm not dancing before a fight, like sometimes in the back, I'll kind of be like, ooh, like if there's music, but if I'm not dancing before I fight, something's wrong. I've done it before every single fight. Even I fought for um, glory kickboxing. And I remember I was in the back, like actually like about to walk out and they had played, the DJ had played some song. that was like a line dance. And I was just back there getting it. And I was like, like, if I'm not, I gotta, I gotta like shake it out somehow. Do any of the fighters, like, I mean, I know they're not saying anything to you right before you walk out, but like afterwards they're like, how the heck do you do all that? (laughs) When you're walking out some people have been like um don't you want to like conserve your energy I'm telling you it's just like the key for me and my nerves is like I gotta I gotta move around shake it do something I don't know um nobody's really like people just are always like we love your energy we love your energy and I'm I'm so thankful because I just I just in myself and that's it Mm -hmm. I mean that's the key to everything I want to kind of go back to your path to bare knuckle now um I mean, how did you end up fighting for probably the most brutal form of combat sports that we have here in the States? Oh, man, I've been fighting for a really long time. I've done MMA, I've done kicking, I've done boxing, I've done everything you can think of, grappling tournaments, I've done all of it. But um, before that, like when I was in school, I would get in a lot of fights and get picked on and I was a scrapper. Like I was a scrapper. I've always been even since I was really, really little, like three, two, three, like I've always been very aggressive and like very bossy and like very just aggressive and assertive. And so I always try to play different sports like softball. I try to do dance. I always want to be the front runner and like a dance. I wasn't good at dance. I wanted, and they put me in the back. I remember they like put me in the back and dance. And I was like, fuck this. (laughs) I should be in the front or like softball. I want to be like the, the, lead position like what the what no and just aggressive always getting in fights and once I started fighting I knew like I just felt a switch in me and I knew that that was where I needed to be um it's it's wild like just my personality it fits my personality it's perfect for me when I first did I was in love with it I just I couldn't find what I was good at until I started fighting Mm, so when you first like when you start maybe that first day you started training were you just like okay, now I found, I found what I was put on this earth to do. Yes. And honestly, like I, it's totally cliche for me to just be like, oh, I went in there and it was like the, (laughs) like the golden pathway just opened. And I was, no, it was, I enjoyed the training. And then I remember I had my first sparring day and for people who don't know what sparring is, it's just like fighting, but you have headgear on, you're practicing, but you're still fighting each other and hitting each other. Um, and one of my teammates was this big boy. He was 200 something pounds. And I was only 13. And I was like maybe 110 pounds soaking wet. And I remember this boy punched me square in my face and knocked me on my ass. And I was just like, I never want to do this again. <laughs> and like I got up and I threw all my stuff off. And I was like, I'm never going to fight. I'm never doing this again. That was awful. And then I remember I came back the next day and it just made me like, I looked at that boy and I'm like, I'm going to beat you. Like, I'm going to beat you. And it made me hungry. Like, it made me really hungry to get good at it so that I could hit him back. (laughs) 
when you were when you were a kid like well before you started training and everything if someone had told you that you'd be where you're at now and fighting at the caliber that you are what do you think that you would have thought i'd be like yeah makes sense <laughs> not, the, not the caliber and stuff like that but if you told me like this was the path i chose and to be a fighter i'd be like i could see it i could see it happening um i wouldn't maybe believe like that i would be where i'm at but i would definitely it would make sense to me because i'm telling you i've been like a hot-headed little aggressive thing forever and um i would be like i'd probably be like man should i start now <laughs> I wish I I started at a young age. I wish I would have started even younger. I wish I would have been doing this when I was like five years old, six years old. So you could whoop all them little kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned how you you've kind of um, competed in all different types of martial arts. Do you think that you're going to stay in bare knuckle for the rest of your career, or are there other opportunities that you've kind of thought about? Yeah, if for some reason like something was to fall through like soon. Like for some reason, just something didn't work out with bare knuckle and I had to go somewhere else. Like I would have to go back to MMA or kickboxing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to. Like my plan right now for me is like, I want to live the rest of my career out with bare knuckle until I'm done. Um, I don't see myself anywhere else. I, I don't want to go to the UFC. I don't care to go to the UFC. I don't want to fight MMA. Um, it's more of a like, if I, that was my only option. Like I'm a fighter, I'm going to fight. Mm -hmm. um, but bare knuckle. So you cut out there at the end, but um, um, I mean, the next point I was going to ask was how cool is it to be on a card that was basically formed around all women's fighters? Like there's so like you, Britton Hart, Ostevich, and and Van Zant. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome, and it's so cool. Um, the, just this past year really has the women's division been picking up for bare knuckle. That's why we haven't had a world champion um, in the women's division. So I'm excited to be a part of that because now it's cool. It's so awesome because I have people tell me all the time. I'm like knuckle in the history of bare knuckle without thinking about your last fight and you. And so it's really cool to get to be a part of that. Um, I couldn't ask for anything better to be a part of. I love it. And it was cool because once I saw that they were forming this card and that it was strongly female heavy, mm -hmm. I was pumped. Yeah, I saw the I saw the picture of you and Rachel and um, Britton after the fight. How much do you guys all kind of support each other, even though there's a possibility that you could fight each other at some point? Oh, we all support each other. It's super awesome. I don't have any problems with anybody. I love all of the women that fight for bare knuckle. I love all. The, I love seeing them. Like aside from the fighting, we're all there going through that experience together, and everyone's so kind. Like even Rachel Ostevich, like she brought everybody candy from Hawaii she was just giving out to all of us like and just saying like thank you for letting me be here and be around you guys it's so cool um Britain's super awesome um it's just business it's it's to me the best way to describe it is like playing football and there's football players or basketball players that are friends that are on different mm -hmm. teams you know so it's like that it's it's we're not in there baking cookies but we also all have to go through that and see each other all the freaking time <laughs> so it's like a big family and i know you're you're pretty close with britain um and i saw in articles and in the in the press conference that um you guys could potentially have to fight each other and i think that's what bare knuckle wants um but talk about your relationship with her 
Yeah, we've been friends for a really long time. I've trained with Britain. I've known her. She's been I've the the fights I've fought on, she's fought on. Um, we're really good friends. So that makes it hard. That's why that's why we're upping the ante when it comes to setting a fight between me and Britain. We want a belt and we want 50 grand each because we are good friends and it does make it hard. Like it's like I said, it's business. We'll be fine before, we'll be fine after, but it it is something that could potentially put a huge strain on our friendship. And that's something that means a lot more to us than just throwing it all to the wayside just to make somebody happy. Um, I think it's a great idea, but for what we're asking for and Britain really cool. She's an awesome person. If you ever get to talk to Britain, she's great at speaking. She's a great fighter. She's a great person. And it's, it's one of those things that's bittersweet, but we know we've, we've known for a while that it will potentially happen but it's going to happen on our terms. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be an excellent fight to make. And I think that you guys deserve what you guys are asking for. But um, if that fight isn't um, in the cards, is there anyone else that you would, um, that you'd kind of thought about, or maybe the promotion had thought about? Um, they haven't said anything to me other than Britain is like the only thing I've heard. And that was at the press conference. Other than that, for me, it's like I said, it's a job, it's a business, whatever they tell me to do is what I'm going to do. I've kind of tried to ask them like, Hey, what do you guys think for my next one? And they haven't really said anything. I'm ready for whoever, whenever, wherever they tell me, unless it's Britain, then it's going to be 50 K and a belt. (laughs) Um, Other than that, like, no, I don't, I don't call people out. I don't really have any ideas of like, whatever. I just want to do what they tell me to do. Um, because it's my job at the end of the day. I don't believe in ducking fights. I don't believe in running from fights. I don't believe in calling people out. It's just I'm there to do what I'm there to do in last fight. Fair enough. That's why I have so many fans. <laughs> um, before I let you go here, I just remember that I believe Blueface fought on that card as well, didn't he? Yeah. What was that like to kind of be around him and see that kind of celeb crossing over into combat sports situation that's been going on? You know, it's one of those things where I think people, it's so easy for people to have opinions online and like say whatever and have like, and for instance, for him to have like a facade online and have like this um, face online, he's so nice, like so fucking nice. I can't, like all the TikTok people and all the YouTubers and Blueface, all of them were so nice and they all really genuinely trained for these fights they really tried to put, they didn't know what they were doing. They had no idea. <laughs> they all like really took training seriously. All of them took cutting weight seriously. Blueface was so nice that I couldn't even believe it. Like it was, you would, you would think that he would just be mean yeah. by like seeing him online or rude or hateful, but he's not. He's so, so nice and so kind. And it was really cool. Um, I think that bare knuckle should stay bare knuckle and not have any more platform showdowns. Mm. Um, even David Feldman said that if they come back, it's got to be bare knuckle or not at all. Um, but for them, like that opportunity that they were given and stuff like that, like people talk a lot of smack, but if I was them, that's a money making opportunity. Why would you say no? Someone offers you money, like a good amount of money. And you could like, just to come and box with gloves on, like, absolutely would they take care of anybody else and I think that they all really tried so hard and trained hard and went in there and put their hearts on the line so that gets a lot of respect for me and Blueface was super awesome they were all really great well that's good to hear because I 
I was interested to see how fighters kind of um, their perception on this whole thing. But I mean, in my opinion, like I personally don't like Jake Paul at all, but I have a lot of respect for him because one, he's making boatloads of money. And two, he's actually going in there and fighting like he's not. Yeah, it's not some like play pretend thing like he's actually going in there and there's a possibility he gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah, one of the fighters, actually, it was Kane Trujillo. He's um, famous on TikTok. He's a TikToker. Um, I had met him. It was just funny because I didn't know why. When, before they announced it, he was in Miami when I was in Miami. And I'm like, who is this guy's like from TikTok? What is he doing here? And he was at the weigh-ins. I'm like, whoa, why is he at the weigh-ins? And then they had announced that he was fighting on my card. And I had talked to him. And I was a little, at first, I was kind of like, this is kind of bullshit. Like, to have of these people come and like be on my card and like we're real fighters and then like after getting to know Kane and all the other YouTubers and stuff and see that they were actually training and working hard and like trying their hardest I had talked to Kane and I said like um are you ready to fight when I had seen him right before the fight to say how are you feeling are you ready and he said man I'm so nervous that it's scary and he was like I'm fighting Blueface and I'm terrified. And he's like, but I'm going to go in there and I'm going to give it everything that I have and win, lose, or draw. Like I'm stepping in there and I'm giving it everything I have. And like that just earned so much respect from me. Mm, that's super cool. Um, I know we're about, we're up on time. So I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's honor. Um, I'm glad, ah, you're, thank you. glad you're feeling better and, uh, um best of health going forward as well ah thank you thank you for having me it's nice to meet you it's nice to meet you too stay safe Bye. have a good day you too